Growing Up, Not Growing Old podcast. We might never change the world, at least we've had our say. Real talk about movies, music, politics, race, and religion. Growing Up, Not Growing Old, the feeling is still the same. Live from New York, it's the Growing Up, Not Growing Old podcast. heard we were supposed to get a bunch of snow tomorrow. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Growing Up Not Growing Old podcast. My name is Mike Russo. With me today is Jason. What's up, Jake? What's going on, Mike Russo? Welcome back to the show. Thanks for doing it. It's a Sunday afternoon. I really appreciate you taking out the time to have me over here. That's not a problem. I love to be on the show. All right, great. So this is a, a special, a very special episode. The reason why I'm saying it's very special because this isn't something for the people. This is something for us. Um, I'll tell a quick story real quick. When I first started this podcast, um, almost two years ago, there was a couple people that I really, really wanted to get on the show. One of them was you, and one of them was our friend Jeremy, who I've never even brought up before um, purposely. He, his name has come up through stories by accident because he did this, he did that. But I never told people what happened with him and why he never was on the show. Not that people are looking for him, but... Something did happen I did address back in like episode 11 or something And I never even touched on it before So I'm going to touch on it now Alright, so Good friend of ours I've known him for 20 plus years Your best friend And he said he wanted to do the show I wanted to have him on And he was one of the reasons I started this Because that's time we went to the bar Me, you and Rocket and Jeremy And uh, whoever else was there The road, the way back When um your wife picked us up. I recorded the conversation and everyone laughed. And I said, oh, maybe this might be a thing I could do all the time. And he was like the main star of that. I remember that well. Him that's and Rocket. When, that's when she said, I had your stop sign. And blew the stop sign and still didn't understand what she said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, What was the thing she kept saying? I was it? Yeah. I had the stop sign. I had the stop sign. In other words, she went through the stop sign. Like they both stopped. She pulled up to the stop sign gently, and then it continued to roll through it. And the other guy who didn't have a stop sign just went through the intersection, and she got all mad. She goes, I don't understand. I had the stop sign. And there were <laughs> six of us in the fucking, in her little car, and we're like, yeah, you had the stop sign. You got to stop. She's like, no, no, you don't understand. I had the stop sign. He should have stopped. And we were like, what the fuck? And that went on for about? a minute, too. And oddly enough, fucking Mike Russo was recording the whole thing that night. And we played it over and over and over, and it was really funny because we were drinking a lot. And it was a good time. Uh, the driver wasn't drinking, but it was a good time. And uh, so I, when I wanted to get him on, I scheduled him once. Then he called me. He was like, oh, I can't do it. That's fine. No problem. I don't have no problem with that. I always tell him if I schedule somebody for Saturday, let me know by Wednesday just so I can schedule somebody else. I don't got to go scrambling. You know what I'm saying? So... The final time I had him scheduled, it was for a, I think it was for a Saturday. Now, I couldn't do it at my place because I got the young kids. At that time, they were even younger. So, he didn't want to have me at his place either. Because uh, apparently his place was disheveled and a mess and just torn to pieces and a mess. I think a pipe broke in the, in the kitchen and everything was under construction. Yeah, there's just shit fucking dripping all over the place. Just a disaster. And so I said, okay, no problem. I'll come to you. 
I'll meet you somewhere close to your house so you don't have to come to me. You're pretty much doing me a favor, so I'll come to you. You know? You don't have to drive anywhere. So I was like, all right, we'll meet up. He lived in Queens. I lived in Long Island. We'll meet up in Westbury, which is not halfway, but closer to him. Well, what would you do? Do it in the car? We could do it right in the car. All right. You know, no problem. Uh, hook up the fucking uh, the, the unit, the interface to my phone, and we're good. No battery, no, I mean, no uh, plugs or nothing. So, all right, we'll meet at Fridays. We'll do it in the park a lot because he was just a funny, like a witty guy. Uh, you know, funny guy. Yeah, he's, he's quick, too. He's quick. He's got some good shit to say. Yeah, real, real quick. quick, definitely. So we we um we made that plan, and I'm stuck in traffic. If anyone knows New York, I'm on the Northern State Parkway, bumper to bumper traffic. Right, so I don't give a fuck. I'm just I'm going to do something. I don't care where I am or what's going on. We had a schedule for eight o'clock. Um, I was running just a little bit late. Well, maybe not. It was seven forty-five. I had to be there at eight o'clock. I was in Northern State. I was pretty close, and stuck in traffic. He texts me. Says. Uh, can you, uh, I don't know like, I don't, can't do it 15 minutes prior to your uh... 15 minutes mm. So I'm like though this, this is fucked up So I call him Right I was like yo What the fuck You can't do that It's not right He just starts yelling Yo I'm not ready to do it I don't want to do it I'm not ready I'll do it tomorrow I said I can't do it tomorrow Tomorrow's Sunday I'm doing something with the family I can't do it tomorrow You said you'd do it tonight It's 15 minutes Let's just do it Come on let's just. I can't do it I'm not, I don't want to do it Yelling at me why was he yelling at you? Because he was upset that I was upset that he said he couldn't do it 15 minutes before he said he was going to do it. So he was like, um, I was like, no, we're not doing it tomorrow. He was like, yo, he's like, yo, fuck that. And he hung up. On, oh, he didn't say fuck that. He just hung up on me. He's like, no, I'm not going to do it. And he hangs up like a girl. See, I don't. Uh, he really said it so aggressively like that. He was mad because I think he's more of like a like an I'm sorry type of guy than a than a fuck you type of guy. Yeah, he was mad. He didn't say fuck you or go. F-. He just said, I'm not going to do it. I can't do it. And he hung up. Hung up the phone. All right, so me, I call him right back to talk about it. He doesn't answer the phone. All right, so I said, fuck him, man. You, now, not only am I stuck in traffic with nowhere to go, now I got to get a show together because I told, I promised the people who listened that there would be something every week. And that would I'd look like an asshole if there wasn't something one week. So now I got to start calling people. I got someone to do it finally, which was great. What'd you have, Yvonne do it? Yvonne did it. It actually turned out he did it the next week. And that that week I released a show talking about how people suck in reference to him without referencing him. I did a little solo 20-minute thing, which was no big deal. But I didn't want to do it solo. I don't want to do it solo. So I didn't call him. I was like, yo, let him come on the fucking, let him call me and apologize. Or text me and apologize, you know? It's fucked up what he did. So then he texts me. He texts me uh, like the 4th of July. He writes, Happy Fourthsgiving. Well, maybe that was just an attempt to, to, to open up the door and no. start talking about things. Merry Fourthsgiving. Which, well, he was passive-aggressively trying to reach out an olive branch, so to speak, and, you know, get things going. But I, I fucked that. We're men. Yo, call me. Be a man and say I'm sorry. I fucked up. Don't try this passive-aggressive shit. You know, I know what he's doing, but I'm not accepting it. Am I wrong or? No, no. I mean, if he's if he's trying to, that you know, not everybody thinks the way you think or the way I think. So you can't, you can't like make your your state of mind the uh, the standard, right? And and that's that. You know, he was 
calling, I guess, or, or attempting to contact you in one way. And at the same time, wasn't. Like, he was doing it. He was being passive by not saying I'm sorry or I fucked up, but he was being aggressive by saying something. And that's just bullshit. Passive, I hate passive-aggressive. It's the worst. Have you talked to him ever since? All right, let me, let me just uh, get to that. <laughs> i get to that. And then he mentioned me on an Instagram pic because someone looked like me with glasses. So he mentioned, he's like, yeah, it looks like you. You don't wear glasses. You know, what the fuck, whatever. So that was like years. That was like a year and a half ago. So I've been having dreams about him. Think yeah. about him all the time. You're a fag. <laughs> Wake up with nocturnal emissions. So I fucking... <laughs> I don't know what that means. So I fucking... Um, it was... Uh, let me let me let me um let me rewind this a little bit. We went to Philadelphia. Me, you, Rocket, and your brother Chris, who's around the house somewhere, he might jump on. Do you remember that? What's the name of the skate park we went to? FDR. FDR was it? FDR. It's underneath ninety five. Alright, we had a great time there. Now I don't have a BMX. We went to ride BMX, and so Chris, let me borrow the blue mongoose. Recently, I uh, looked at pictures of that. I showed uh, one of the kids at work. Yeah. Who thought I was old, and I was like, yo, what do you think of this? He goes, oh, you went there before? I'm like, yeah, no, fucking idiot. <laughs> All right, so, uh, yeah, so I used the Blue Mongoose, and there was pictures of it. I posted a picture of me on the Blue Mongoose on my Instagram. On the half pipe. On the half pipe. On the half pipe. Yeah. All right, so Jeremy calls me and says, yo, that's my bike. Was it indeed the same bike he had when he was younger? So I was like, yo, that's not your bike. He's like, I never told you this because I didn't. It doesn't it doesn't mean anything to anybody. It's, it's nothing. It's worthless. He was like, "Yo, that's my bike." I was like, "No." Chris said he found it in a dumpster to restore it. He's like, "Yo, that's bullshit. That's a fucking unique bike. That was my bike. My bike got stolen when I was a kid. That's my bike. You're riding my bike." Wow. Twenty years later. Right. So, I'm I'm like, dude, it's not your bike. I mean, he was like, "Listen, go to Chris's house." This was years ago, before this whole thing with the podcast happened. He's like, yo, get the serial number for me. Go to his house, get the serial number. I'm going to go research it and find out whose fucking bike that is. I was like, all right, I'll do that for you. Making jerk off motion with my hand. There's no way I'm doing that. There's no fucking way I'm doing that. So he starts doing research on the bike. It's a Mongoose FS1. Is that right? Sky blue? Yeah. Or Oriole blue? Oriole blue. All right, so... He starts doing research on this bike. Chris, this is perfect. You want to get on this? Yes. Uh-oh. Did you hear any of this so far? Just walked in. Maybe we got to back it up a hair. All right, so this involves you, actually. If you want to put those headphones on so you can hear us good. All right, I'm in. You hear me? I hear you fine. All right, uh, now what we got to do is I got to check your mic. Check, check. Put the mic closer to you. I'll move it closer. You don't have to get too close because that mic picks up everything. Don't pop your peas. I got the filter on, so it's all right. Chris, you can pop all the peas you want. I'll pop some peas right now. Oh, it's this one with the one ear. Ah. Yeah, I hear it. All right, hold on one second. It might be this wire, actually. It's cord. Maybe it wasn't seated properly. All right, Chris, say something. Hey, hey, hey. Now I got only right ear. It's this. It's okay. I could run one ear on him. I spit on the mic. That's for the peas. So you can pop your peas. All right, Chris, say something. 
Hey, 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 puh. All right. So now listen, what I was saying when I was talking about Jeremy, and now I haven't talked to him in a while. But before I stopped talking to him for a while, he um, saw me riding your Blue Mongoose and said it was his bike. Nice. His bike got stolen from him years ago. 1987. Yep. And so he asked me to secretly go in your apartment, get the serial number for it, bring it back to him so he can research it. And you t- haven't talked to him for a long time? This was before I This oh. was before I, I haven't talked to him for a long time. So I, w- I didn't do it. Why would I do that? It's asinine. Let's say it was his bike. It's fucking 20 years. Let it go. Right? I don't know. If you stole my bike 20 years ago. It's a nice bike. I'll tell you one thing. If I found out if Justin Jones was sitting here and he goes, yo, I stole your game, I might punch him in the stomach. Not in the face, but in the stomach. Being blatant about it, that's one thing. But listen, Chris wasn't... We didn't even... You guys barely even hung out with him when his bike got stolen. Dude, you hung out with him. You guys yeah, were... me and Justin and, and those guys. So anyway, Chris... He saw pictures of me riding the bike in Philadelphia, so he was like, yo, that's my bike. Almost like accusing me of stealing Tell the fucking thing. Tell him when it thing. was, though. How many years ago it was? It was, I don't know, he must have been 13 at the time. No, no, this was what, no, when did he bring up the uh, the bicycle to? Oh, this was like three years ago, four years ago. So it's been stewing in his mind ever since the Philadelphia thing. Yeah, and that was 10 years ago. Yeah, so... Just gotta get you a little closer. Something's wrong with this wire. All right, so now bring it back to present day. I'm um, I was thinking about him a lot lately. I so, miss him. So I decided to reach out to him. I miss him too. I sent him a couple texts here and there. Did he respond? Last I talked to him was when I gave him an invite, and he said uh, he can't go. So I sent him a text. I said, "Can I call you later?" He writes back, says, sure. So I call him up, and I was 100% uh, sincere, and I said, yo, I'm sorry for what I did, and I miss you, and I love you, and um, I want you in my life, because what I said was, I'm lucky I have people I can come to. I have Jay, I got my mom, I got friends and family, uh, Angela, and the next name on that list was you. And you're not here, and that sucks. So you know, I, you know, I was real sincere about it. He was like, "Oh, I know, man. I'm so glad you rule. I'm so happy you called me. I love you too, uh, man. This is great." He lives. He moved to North Carolina. Wow. Yeah. So he sold his house, moved to North Carolina, bought a bunch of dogs, bought a house. Um, he's living down there, um, starting his life anew, I guess. Shaved his head. He's got a big beard. He's got a bunch of guns. So he sent me pictures. Uh, Does his mother live in North Carolina? Everyone lives down there. His mother, his sister, everybody. He even sent me videos of him shooting his little pistol around the yard, in the backyard. Dogs running around. He's just shooting guns in the backyard in North Carolina. So I'm like, oh, that's great, man. That's fucking awesome. I'm really happy for you. This is great. And the next day, I get a text. The next night, here's what it says. You really want to be the shit in my book? Tell Chris you want to borrow that mongoose to teach your son how to ride a bike and then ship it to me. Wow. Wow. That thing's priceless, huh? He said, I'll pay for shipping and I'll buy you a bike for your son. Wait, just recently? This was like two weeks ago. <laughs> Whatever. For seven, real. Seven pictures of serial number. So, there's no way. That's the most asinine thing I've ever heard. There's no way... How would someone even do that if they wanted to? Now, 
I was I told him I was like yo that's insane there's no fucking way I'm doing this there's no way it's not gonna happen he writes back I blocked you guys out of my life you and those shitty Torinis and wow. Justin you fucking stole my bike and you're I'm looking at pictures of you riding my bike so I wrote back to him I'm sorry you feel that way if that's how you feel what can I do about it you're 100% wrong you're incorrect I wish you the best of luck and health. He writes back, go fuck yourself, thief. <laughs> That's huge. Yeah, That's huge. I found that bike like 15 years ago. In the garbage. Thoughts. What are your thoughts, man? What are my thoughts? First thing is, fuck you, Tarini's like, what would I do? What did I do? He completely lumped me in with, let's say it wasn't the Tarini's. Let's say it was go fuck you, the Smiths and you. Why are you lumping me in with the Smiths? Wow, he's uh. He called us all scumbags. That's all right. Me, you, you two, me, and Justin. Who I don't. Justin? I don't. I'll tell you one thing. I don't think he would say that if he were here. I don't think he would sit right here in in the empty spot and be like, "Yo, that's definitely my bike." And I would have to be like, "Yo, dude, every bike like that looked the same." It's not that you know, unique. You know who else had that bike? It's not a rare bike. Do you know who had that bike though? Uh, was it Sean Carlson or one of those guys? Bill Condon. Bill Condon had the same bike? Bill Condon bought that bike from Joe Greco. Remember Joe Greco? I remember Joe Greco. Joe Greco's father owned a bicycle store right by your old house. Remember that? Right. Do you remember that? No. Was it by Diamonds? No, no, no. The one where your mom lives. No, I don't remember that. There used to be a bike store over there. Okay? No, I don't know about that. Well, that's where I got my bike, the Piranha. What's What's the Piranha? Piranha's a... like a low-level freestyle bike, but I was young and had a big frame stand. Any which way, Joe Greco's dad owned the fucking bike store, right? You know where the church is? The Greek church? Across the street yeah. from the Greek church on your side next to that deli. Is that the bike works? No. No. Oh, okay. Anyway, there was a bike store there. <laughs> fucking Joe yeah. Greco fuck told me about it. We went there with my dad and I bought a bike. All right? I was always into the BMX thing because of Chris. Billy Condon got into the BMX thing because of me. And then he bought the bike from Joe Greco. Same fucking bike. Same color, same everything. It wasn't a very... It wasn't a rare bike. No. So, did did Billy Condon steal his bike too? I heard Joe <sighs> Greco took it. Joe Greco yeah. wanted his bike back. Yeah. So, it was, so it, it's all null and void. It's 20-something years ago. Does he listen to this podcast at all? No, I don't Jeremy? Think, no, I don't think he does. He never did. I mean, he, if he didn't jump on from the beginning, he ain't going to jump on in the middle. I jumped in in the middle. I guess I guess there's only one thing to do. Send the fucking... Now, me, I, I'm an asshole. I'm an asshole. You tell me. I'm the asshole, right? Always, because I'm kind of like a dick, and I know it. I come to terms with it, and I'm angry. Yeah. Um, I guess the only thing to do is send a picture of the bike to him. Yo, how's he going to remember the serial number? Well, what he was, what he was doing was he. No, send him a picture of the bike with us fucking enjoying it. Like, hey, yeah, dude. Yeah, as a matter of fact, I just sold the same exact bike on eBay. Just sold it too. Yeah, same bike, same color. Same exact everything. We yeah. took part, gave it to Chris. So what he was doing, Chris, was he called up the Toys R Us that whoever bought it for him got it from, and they said that in order to track it, um, what he need the serial number. So if he, what his plan was for me to get the serial number from you. Secretly, sneak around your fucking apartment, and then send him the serial number, and then he can give it to Toys R Us so they can see where it came from. Toys R Us didn't sell mongoose. 
Wherever it came from, I don't know. Wherever he got the bike from. You could probably look up the serial number and see what, where it was sold. So that's his plan, what he was going to do with it. All right, well, fuck him. So, here's my, th- here's my thing on it. I, I, think, I don't think this is all real, though. I, I think... Here's my theory. It's not real. All right. He was in a bad place mentally. I think we can all agree on that. Yeah. His, his house was fucked up. I don't think you need that. You're not that close. No. All right, so moving down to North, me, uh, you know, uh, cutting off contact with him was the last thing he needed to leave New York. You know what, man? I, uh, you're probably the one who started this. It's the Growing Up, Not Growing Old podcast. All right, guys, we're back. Sorry about that. Battery in the phone was dying, so we got to wrap this up real quick before it dies again. All right, so about the Jeremy thing, Jay, you, uh, you want to say any last words, any theories, any thoughts? How you feeling? My theory on the whole thing is that um, I forgot everything. All right, well, let me uh, let me just recap <laughs> this real quick. <laughs> Chris, you, you got anything to say about the subject? I mean, you were the main guy, and he pretty much said you stole his bike. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was years ago, and I would never take anything from my friends. And that's that. You want serial number? I'll send it to you. Case closed. My my theory on the whole thing is Jeremy wanted to uh, he wanted to cut ties with everybody, and he he probably felt like New York was holding him down, and there was a lot of bad things going on here, and he was ready for the next phase in life. And in order to to sever all ties completely, he did what he did, and I think he's actually glad. In a sense that maybe you cut the ties with him. It hurts a lot, don't get me wrong. But maybe you did him a favor by doing it. You're 100% correct and I 100% agree with you. Uh, But I have a different spin on the same thing. Uh, I I agree with everything you said. But also I think that um, he needed... Everything you said about New York is good. Getting out of New York, everything was holding him down. He was a abandoned place. So he moved to North Carolina to make himself in a better place. But I think mentally, he's still not right. The change of atmosphere, cutting ties with us, didn't didn't fucking work. Now, by texting me with all these accusations, calling us scumbags, telling me to go fuck yourself, asking me to do the impossible with shipping on the bike, knowing I'd deny it, thus setting him up to tell me to go fuck myself, convinces himself that he's better. But he's not. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I still think there's something else to it. I mean... He was probably drunk, too. It was like 10 o'clock on a Friday. Uh, it could be something else because, uh, I don't know, the whole get the bike, send it to me, that's a dark thing to do. And I think he might have been joking about it and you're just taking it that way seriously because that's who you are. But I think he's just shooting it out there like like a joke. Yo, why don't you do the most impossible thing you can and then send it back to me secretly? Wink, no, wink. There is no way he was joking. He was 100% serious because... When I told him how crazy that was, he his next text was a paragraph long with all the stuff. The Tarinis are scumbags. You and Justin are assholes. You stole my bike. You're a thief. Go fuck yourself. Like, he knew I wasn't going to do that for him. He knew it was an impossibility. So that let him now, knowing, me denying that request now lets him tell me all those other things. Why are you the scumbag? How how are you the scumbag? Like, if, if Chris... Is he implying that you stole his bike and gave it to Chris? He's implying that I knew Chris stole his bike. Chris, who's, and then again, rode it around Philadelphia. Who's ten years older than him? 
Right. Went back in time. And Justin, he mentioned Justin with in, in it too. And me. And you. Uh, I'm guilty. Yeah. His problem with me is that I knew that Justin, how Justin got involved, I don't know. Justin and Chris stole his bike and everybody knew about it. And now I'm riding his bike knowing that it's a stolen bike from his childhood. And putting <laughs> it on Instagram. Number one, if I knew that someone stole your bike and I was keeping it a secret, I want to be posting pictures of it. Sure. I feel like this is all getting involved. In, it, it, this whole conversation is bullshit. It, it is. This it's, whole podcast is garbage. It's, it's nonsense. It's garbage. I almost want to call him up and be like, hey, listen. Word on the street is you think I stole your bike when I, I didn't even fucking know you. And my uh, word on the street is my brother went back in time. It, he claimed that he found this bike in the street and cleaned it up with a magic eraser and has been posting it on his fucking everything, keeping it on display in his room just to keep it away from you, to rub it in your face. That's another thing. We we all weren't together back then. That's what I'm saying. We that, were all from the same neighborhood, but we all didn't hang out like that. You were friends with him. Right. You were friends with him, and, and, and when he, he lived over there with the guy with the cow heart, Jerry. Yeah. Right? That was your time. That was a mic. I was riding skateboards with Billy. By the way, Jerry's brother had a GT I stole from him. <laughs> See? And also, I think that he's he's more nervous that maybe he stole something from a little bit of everybody. And you know, when you steal, you normally think that people are stealing to get... People are stealing from you, and that's why you steal. Well, whatever it is, um, you know, I wish him the best of luck, and I uh, hope he gets better, because... He's a change of atmosphere, and people and places don't always, aren't always the cure. Jeremy, if you ever listen to this podcast, call me up and and say that fucking my brother stole your bike because you're, you're out of your fucking mind. Doesn't have, doesn't that sound so ridiculous, <laughs> dude? You're out of your fucking mind. He stole my bike. There was like a hundred million of those bikes sold, and and you wanted to creep around corners and have people secretly get the number to give to to you so you could look it up. Why not just say, "Hey, that's a cool bike. I had the same one. I might be interested in getting one like that. Would you help me get one?" It's not the only one in the world. You're a fucking madman. Yeah, it's it's insanity. It's total insanity. And I reached out to him, and I even even when he's throwing accusations my way and involving you guys I was like yo I'm sorry you feel that way you're wrong I told him I've been telling him telling him he's been wrong this whole time and he needed that to quote unquote start his new life when's the last time we seen him Bayshore House no no I think he was in uh, he was been around he was the last time I saw him was at Billy G's house when he had that the gray charger what yeah, was he, going on at Billy G's house then? something uh, 4th of a, July Oh, it was 4th of July? I think so. All right. Look, I got nothing against Jeremy ever. He was always fun with me. He never said anything derogatory to me or directly to me saying, hey, you know, this and that. So, obviously, he knew he wasn't right. Yeah. He just had a fucking theory. Um, Whatever, Jeremy. You're, you're... you're a nigga. <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're a little you're a little off your rocker. Maybe you, you, you you've been in the house too long. Alright guys, for the listeners out there, this was kind of a podcast for us. Um I wanted to record it because I think it's people can relate to this type of shit with people in their lives and especially the BMX robbing which went on like crazy back then. Um That really didn't happen. That was mainly you. I stole one bike, that's it. You Every- st- no, you stole fucking Adam's bike. Adam who? Adam. Saverini? The other Adam. Adam Generania? Yes. 
What behind the bike did he have? Dick, he had a bike and Justin kept it in his fucking basement hanging off a off a string. It wasn't even a basement. It was like a ditch. Yeah, right. yeah, I was there. All right, so I stole two bikes. You stole two bikes. Right. You stole your own bike, the, the fucking Huffy. Chris, how many bikes you stole back then? I don't think I stole any. You know whose bike I stole? Mongoose. <laughs> I was no, going to say I stole it. Re- remember uh, Frank that lived by your house? Frank. Uh, Rizzo? No. Oh. There was another Frank. Rapolo. My my age, Italian kid. Spanish. Castagna. Frank Castagna. Yo, I sold him my Hutch Trickstar, and then I don't know who was with me. We went back, we stole it. Nice. That's how you do it, right there. Like $100. Yeah. They gave me $100 for it and everything. That's and I went back, I stole it. Yo, I still hung out with him, and he came to the house, and his seat was like in my garage. I'm like, no, no I, got, I got a bunch of them. <laughs> I got a bunch of them. <laughs> yeah, I'm... I'm, I'm, I'm st- I'm stocking up seats. No, BMX. No, back then, a... everybody stole bikes. Yeah. I hung out with a crew, and all they did is steal bikes. Oh, Mike Blazy. No, this is like in, even in Brooklyn. Yeah, that was big. Yeah, yeah my man. Uh, yeah, y'all want to say what's up to my man P. New from the Abuse Brothers? He used to do BMX, and on his show, he was talking about people stealing bikes and, and shit back just then. Just hung out with a crew. All right, let me do a quick shout out. I want to say what's up to the manliest hour, attention deficit order, part of the damn, the Rebel Songs Podcast, the Abuse Brothers, Epic Comic Cast, Dork of All the Trades, Green Up Podcast, the Bold and Religion, Bold and Belligerent, all friends of mine, podcast you should check out, all available on iTunes. I want to uh, give a big thanks to Jay and Chris, the two guys are here with me now on a Sunday afternoon. I really appreciate that, guys. Yeah, yeah. I, appreciate, I didn't tell you guys what I was going to talk about because I wanted to get natural reaction, and Jay is fuming right now, I could tell. Chris is laughing it off, which is great. That's why I have you guys here. It's awesome. We'll say what's up to man Johnny Nissan, Kevin Boy. Barry, Chris Larice, James Callum, my brother Anthony, who just called me and didn't know I was texting him because he, he exact, I don't know why what happened. Yo, uh, Sal from Staten Island and all my new followers and a big shout out to Stevie Mendoza. And if anybody wants to see the bike that we're talking about, I'll put it on my Instagram. Audi At- 5000. That's O U T Y five thousand, and um, check me out at Gungo Podcast and everything. Chris, you uh, social media, anything? Eh, nothing, not good. Nothing, he's good. All right, sorry. Um, I think the first half of the show is gonna be fucked up because I forgot to press a button. So I apologize for that if it doesn't come out. And um, it's a very abrupt show. So That's it to be continued. I gotta get Chris back on for the man, the man up, uh, the, the mangina <laughs> show. The mangina <laughs> show. <laughs> I gotta get him for the mangina show and yep. and Jay for the anger show. And I'll uh, see you next time. The Angry Mangina. Thanks for checking out the Growing Up, Not Growing Old podcast. Find us on Twitter and Instagram at Gungo Podcast. That's G-U-N-G-O Podcast. And listen to past episodes at gungo.podbean.com. <laughs>